guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Have you ever had a feeling where you just find yourself just like laying in bed or on your couch? You don't even have the strength to pick up your phone. Like you don't even have the strength to distract yourself with a movie or your phone or social media or texting or anything. It's like you literally just feel so drained. You're just laying on the couch or in bed covered just like overwhelmed. Basically, when you're in dire need, when you're in survival mode, when you're in trouble and you need help, that tends to be the number one way we get close to God. The number one time we we run to him, we listen, we wait, you know, we praise, all of the above. And then when he gets you out of the situation, my question is, what does your time with him look like? God wants to bless you with the things that you are praying for, but he just doesn't want you to forget about him when he gives it to you. He's withholding those things because he wants to spend some more time with you just a little longer because he knows when he gives you the blessing, you will forget him. You asked for this thing, he gave it to you, now all of a sudden you don't need him. Now all of a sudden you stop praying. Now all of a sudden you don't read your Bible because you don't need something. Or you know what? No, I don't, I'm not going to read the Bible right now because I don't feel inspired. Mm -hmm. The inspiration was lack. The inspiration was being desperate and needy. The way you treat him, now that you are not lacking, now that you are not in survival mode, now that you're not dealing with a pregnancy scare, mm-hmm. now that you don't need anything, the way you are treating him says he's not a priority. If you have a friend who only comes to you when they need something, when they need money, when they need, you would, you would be, some of y'all would be dragging that person on social media. Y'all would be like, oh, yeah, this person was fake. This person doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't call me. Doesn't text. Doesn't tell me happy birthday. Doesn't do anything for me. Only shows up when they need something. And look at you. And look, that's exactly what you do, God. That's exactly what you do to him. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. I am recording this first thing in the morning, my morning, probably not your morning because I slept in. So my voice is a little raspy but you know. The liveliness hasn't really entered my body yet, but fortunately the will to record has. So we will just keep it pushing. 
Um, let's talk for like five minutes. I know I usually just run into the episode and I don't know. I'm a human being. So let's talk. Let's chat. <sighs> Y'all. Q2 is coming to an end, right? April, May, June. And it has been a very interesting ride for me. I, <laughs> y'all, I don't even know what happened. And this, this will also segue into the episode. But <sighs> I think, yeah, okay. So in Q2, I made a lot of personal progress. Like when I set my goals, I have personal goals, personal goals, like personal development goals and all of that. And then I have like business slash career focus slash financial goals, right? I have stuff that's catered to me as an individual solely and then everything else, right? And in the personal growth and development category, I have made so many changes to the point where people have mentioned it to me, right? And I can physically see it in myself and mentally and emotionally. Like I know I leveled up, right? Like I know I essentially am not the same person I was in the beginning of the year. I've definitely made some changes, but <laughs> on the business side, <laughs> on the business slash career slash podcast side, y'all, it's, it's almost as if I just didn't even look at those goals. I'm being very honest with you, right? Because I don't know what it is. I, it, it started off with me saying I wanted to rebrand the podcast. Because the cover art of the podcast, that picture of me <laughs> sitting on the couch in my living room. That was me just saying I'm not going to be a perfectionist. Let me just take a random photo in my living room and make it the cover art. You know? That was me doing that so that I can just have something so I can put the content out there. And I said, you know, later on I will update it. And I said I would update that earlier in the year. And you have to know your limitations because I realized one thing about me. I can have a vision in my mind, like a creative vision in terms of like graphic design and stuff like that. I can have an idea in my mind, but it's almost as if it's extremely hard for me to bring that concept to life. Like, I see the aesthetic. I see what I want it to be like. I, everything makes sense in my head. But when it's time for me to translate it into a design or sometimes even explain it to a designer, I don't know what happens. So... I tried doing that in the beginning and then it just got delayed and delayed and I don't know if y'all can relate but you know when you try doing something and then it doesn't work out and it just delays like everything else and then you get less motivated and you I don't know it's like you fall off because because that was like my biggest thing that I wanted to work on and then eventually I just gave away with it because I wasn't making any progress like, I have my creative strengths, but I've realized that when it comes to stuff like that, that's not one of my strengths. I can see it in my mind. It's not like clear in my mind, but I have an idea. But to translate it and try to figure out how to do it myself, that is a gift that I was not blessed with. And that's why it's important to find people who compliment your weaknesses because me trying to do it myself delayed everything but I digress outside of that there were other things that I, I had to do and long story short 
it's almost as if I took like a working sabbatical in this last quarter, to be honest, an unintentional one, because my goals were still staring me in my in the face. The personal goals were getting done. Everything else was like, eh, eh, you know, because I went hard in Q1 and Q2 came and I was just like, girl, I need a break. And then I have a bunch of trips coming up next quarter. So, mm, child. But the point I want to make in all of this is, first of all, I understand. I understand the content creators <laughs> who just stop making content all of a sudden like the youtubers when i used to watch youtubers like religiously i you know i looked forward to that youtube video every week and then those of them that just stopped it's like how could you do this to me you know i was i was waiting on your content how could you do this some announced that you know hey i'm taking a break and express that they're burnt out and some just stop and then come back whenever they're ready. Either way, I understand because if I'm being completely honest with you, I feel like this past month was almost like a working sabbatical for me. Well, the, the quarter really, the entire last three months was like a working sabbatical for me. The only difference is I never stopped creating podcast episodes because I have, that's the one thing that has been consistent in my life for the past two years, ever since I started. I told myself I wouldn't miss an episode. I did not want to just not release something. So even when the days to record would come and I really just pushed it off until last minute and I said, I really don't want to do this. I really just, I'm not in the mood. I don't even have anything to talk about. I, f I forced myself to do it. I'm not saying that's like the best thing to do because in all honesty, it got to that point because I just lacked the systems and the discipline and the routine like I was supposed to be keeping up with. Because like I said, everything regarding business fell off. <laughs> it's not funny, but literally, I, I felt, I don't know, like... Have you ever had a feeling where you just find yourself just like laying in bed or on your couch? You don't even have the strength to pick up your phone. Like you don't even have the strength to distract yourself with a movie or your phone or social media or texting or anything. It's like you literally just feel so drained. You're just laying on the couch or in bed covered just like overwhelmed. That's literally how I have felt like the past three months, really heavily like this month and like some of me, that's how I felt. And that's why I, all my systems and routines and everything regarding the podcast went to absolute crap because I was just extremely burnt out and lacking like a clear vision, lacking clarity. And I, I had episode ideas and I, 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 you know, I did my best to record when I did, even though sometimes it was late because I tried to have them scheduled before you wake up, but I didn't always, I wasn't always able to do that. But I, I basically took a sabbatical offline and because I don't really share much of my personal life, which is by choice, obviously nobody knew what was going on. You just see the output, right? So, yeah, that's that. That's That's been my update. But I say all that to say because I'm about to get into why I believe that happened like the topic for today will be the why I shared the result of what happened 
Um, but yeah, I, child, I, I've been like business wise in terms of the things I know I need to do for my professional and business goals and podcast goals. When I say business, I mean the podcast and like everything associated with it. FYI. So like business goals, I just, I completely fell off. I didn't do a damn thing. I'm not even going to lie to you. Personally, I try, made a lot of progress. There, there's been a lot of changes. Um, but yeah. Now, let's get into why that happened. Oh, and one more thing. Sorry. One more thing before that. I have decided to stop doing the Clarity Corner episodes. I know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I have to be very intentional about what I do and how I do it. I made an episode about that a long time ago. I will link it in the description. I lost sight of my intention for those, like, for that, um, what you call it, that segment of the show. And so it didn't feel purposeful to me. So I will keep posting the recaps and the full episodes, but the journal prompts, I'm going to do something else with that, and that's coming, so stay tuned. But I apologize because I didn't give an official announcement that I wouldn't be releasing them. I, I just stopped, and I hate that for me. But sometimes... You are lazy and undisciplined, and sometimes there's a reason for you feeling so much tension towards doing something, so much resistance towards doing something, and you have to honor that. You have to pay attention to that, right? You have to dive deep into that. So I'm doing that on the back end, and I have a lot of stuff that I'm planning to do. This sabbatical has really opened my eyes to what I'm about to talk about in today's episode. And I just want to say, Lord, I appreciate this platform. I appreciate having such a distinct perspective and personality that's going to resonate with some of your people. But do I need to be an example? <laughs> Do I always need to be an example? Because everything I talk about on this podcast, I have 100% endured, okay? Whether it's recent, whether it's a long time ago, I speak from experience, okay? I don't speak as a guru or to give advice per se. I speak on the things that I've learned. And over time, as I learn more things, my perspective might change. It might evolve whatever. It's just my experiences, okay? So when I'm talking about going through it, and even when I say stuff and y'all feel dragged, a hundred percent of the time, the reason why it sounds so specific is because I'm thinking about myself in that moment, and I know that I did that BS, so that's why I mention it. But I digress. Let's get into this episode, because that was more than a five-minute introduction. So the reason why I entered into this slump was because the devil was working harder than me. The devil was working harder than I was. How distractions. As I evolve in my relationship with God, as I grow in my faith, you learn a lot and then you realize that the same kind of battles that once used to throw you off will not be the same kind of battles that you'll be dealing with per se. Like my introduction to my face started off with me having a victim mentality, right? I mentioned that in episode six. My victim mentality almost led to my demise, my entire demise, the end of me, the end of an era, when I was 16, right? But in growing in my faith and overcoming that, I have not struggled with the victim mentality since. So now when things, when life does what life does, I never go back to the victim mentality 
perspective. I never deal with it that way because I overcame that, right? But I'm realizing that when you start overcoming things, the devil gets tricky and he starts sending you all types of different distractions that you haven't overcame or you haven't dealt with. And it, it's, there's y'all, there's levels to this. There's levels to this and I'm realizing that not all distractions, not all things that can literally throw you completely off course is as obvious as we might think. Sometimes it's in the blessings that you just recently received. Sometimes it's in the things that you prayed for because your character hasn't been developed to a certain point to appreciate that without letting it deter you. And that is what happened to me. New levels, new devils. The basic stuff to me, basic to me, the things like the victim mentality, me feeling like the world is out to get me, da 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 da. I dealt with that and I buried that a long time ago. Now the devil's getting trickier. And he sent me a lot of distractions that I did not realize were distractions until I found myself in that position, laying on the couch, overwhelmed, just frozen, because I did not know what to do. What happened was. I realized that a lot of the times when I was close to God, a lot of the times when I was the closest to him, when I relied on him, when I prayed consistently, routinely, when I read my Bible more, when I thanked him more, when I was more grateful, when I talked to him more, when I heard from him more because I was still enough to recognize him, when I prioritized being still enough to recognize him, I realized that a lot of those times were defined by a similar phenomenon, and that was the struggle. That was being in survival mode, whether it was warranted with physical and environmental circumstances or whether I wasn't there physically or environmentally or with material things or lack thereof, but my mentality was still there, so I still felt like I needed him in that sense, right? Another way to explain it to you is that basically when you're going through something and you really don't know what to do and then you run to God like please and you beg in, you know, like you at his mercy at his feet. Lord, if you get me out of this, I will never do this again. Yeah. Basically, when you're in dire need, when you're in survival mode, when you're in trouble and you need help, that tends to be the number one way we get close to God. The number one time we, we run to him, we listen, we wait, you know, we praise, all of the above. And then when he gets you out of the situation, my question is, what does your time with him look like? Because I remember last year when I got the closest to him, I gave everything up. I gave everything he gave to me back to him and I reduced myself to nothing but him and I was the closest to him that I've ever been I remember I used to get a lot of TikToks and signs and quotes and stuff on my social media saying there was one that particularly stood out and it said God wants to bless you with the things that you are praying for, but he just doesn't want you to forget about him when he gives it to you. He's withholding those things because he wants to spend some more time with you just a little longer because he knows when he gives you the blessing, you will forget him. Now, maybe in me in that moment of nothing, right? just needing just in survival mode so I'm counting on him maybe me in that moment I'm like Lord never absolutely never 
You are the rock on which I stand, the wind beneath my wings. I will never forget you, ever. If you get me out of this situation, it's me and you until the day I die. You know, I was like, God, I would never leave you. I've seen what you've done for me. I've seen your mercy. I've seen it. I will never, ever, like, from now on, me and you are best friends from this day. And long story short, he gave me the blessing. And then I just went on about my life. And I did not prioritize my relationship with him. I fell into the trap. I got distracted. And the thing is, I did not even get distracted with bad things. I didn't get distracted with anything that was necessarily negative or bad. I was just on an up season in my life where everything was going well. But like I remember what I told you, since the nature of my relationship with him was run to him when I'm in trouble and be close to him when I'm in survival, now that I wasn't in survival mode, I did not have a routine with him. I wasn't struggling, so I didn't feel like I needed him. Like I know I need him, but I didn't feel like I needed him because I wasn't in dire need of something, you know? That really opened my eyes to how I was looking at God, like somebody to always rescue me out of a tough time, but then I just turn it into a low maintenance, high and by, good morning, thank you for life, and I go on about my day type of thing. And that's not fair to him. That's not fair. That's not even fair to me because it only benefits me when I'm closer to him. And yet I let the blessing distract me from the person who, from, from what gave it to me. I, you I don't even know how to explain. It's not even like I made anything my source. I knew he was my source, but I wasn't in dire need. So I didn't feel the need to, or not I didn't feel the need to, it's just I was never inspired to be that close with him because I was only used to being that close with him when I needed something. And the blessing distracted me. I I, I quit my job last year and I didn't work for eight months. I had savings, um, so I was fine, but you know, you know, in the end, the savings started dwindling. <laughs> But also with all of the free time, I spent a lot of time with God. And, you know, when, when, when the cup was running out, I was like, all right, God, you know, it's time for you to work. Okay, you know, go ahead, go ahead and bless me. And then he did. And I was like, I praised him. I thanked him so much for my new job. It was better than the last. And... You know, I, I was so grateful. I even prayed to him. I wanted to accept the offer when I got it. I even prayed to him. I said, God, you are the source and you know what's best. I want to accept this offer, but if you tell me don't, I won't do it. You know when you pray like that and, you, and in the back of your mind, like just, just 1%, you're like, God, please say yes, though, because I really want this. I I even surrendered it to him. I was like, I really want this, but if, I will only accept it if you give me a sign that I should accept it. And I got my sign and I accepted it. I was like, thank God, because I really wanted to accept this job. And then I got the job and I wasn't struggling anymore. So it's like my relationship with God just dwindled over time. And now I had something taking up a portion of my time and I did not prioritize other times to spend time with him right? I didn't have the whole day free per se. And I, I never carved out pockets of time during the day to read my Bible, to pray. I let the abundance, the source of income make me create all of these other goals now that I'm financially stable again and I have a steady stream of income. I let that make me create all of these other goals and do all of these things to enjoy my life, you know, and go out and have fun. 
not in a crazy way because I'm really not about that life. Okay, I just like to eat. Um, but yeah, I let it open this whole door of enjoyment, right? And I don't regret that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm saying regardless of what I choose to do with my newfound abundance, regardless of how I handle the blessing, I should have always prioritized my relationship with God. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I should have always prioritized it. I did not. I thought because I got so close to him in my time of need that I would never forget him. But I did not realize that even the blessing can distract you from your time with him because most of us are so used to only running to him when we need something. And then when things are going good, it's like, oh, well, you know, just thank you. You know, that's cute. Love my life. Thanks for, you know, da da da. And then you don't read the Bible. You don't prioritize praise and worship. You don't prioritize being still enough to hear Him. You don't clear your mind. You allow yourself to be distracted by social media, by TV, by life, by going out, by drugs, by all sorts of things that has your mind going at 100 miles per hour. So, you think he's not talking to you, but in reality, you are just too busy to hear him. And so you don't hear him because you prioritize all of these distractions. Now that you're good, right? You, you, don't, you don't need him. You're not, you, you're not in dire need. You're good. You're chilling, right? You're living your best life. And then time goes by and you get so distracted, so distant from him that everything seems to be a blur. That's what happened to me because I told y'all many episodes ago, I don't remember which one, but I told y'all many episodes ago that I decided to let God lead my life and tell me what to do because me doing it myself has been very ghetto and I just, I'm just wasting time. Let me just do it his way because he'll find a way to make me abide by his way anyway so let me not run in circles let me just try to work with him and align basically so so I have tried to take inspired action an action that was I, I believe that I clearly heard from him on what he wants me to do what he wants me to say what he wants me to talk about on this podcast that he asked me to do that I would have never done if it were left to me because I would rather be in a cave and off social media. I decided to be obedient. And to continue being obedient, you have to make sure that you are hearing from him. It's, it's, communication is a two-way street. It can't just be you talking to him and you praying and you asking for this and you crying and you begging and you pleading and you never close your mouth to listen to what he has to say, right? It has to be both ways. And in order for you to hear him, you have to prioritize time with him and you have to minimize the distractions. But I digress. So because I allowed myself to get so distracted with nothing bad, just with spending more time on worldly things and less time with him, I allowed myself to get distracted. And then when I started working on the business, when I'm having my visionary meetings that I have every Monday or used to have every Monday, because mm -hmm, I just started doing it again. When I was having my visionary meetings every Monday and I'm thinking of what does this quarter look like? What are my goals for the quarter? What do I want the year to look like for the quarter? What do I do with my podcast? How can I improve it? You know, what changes do I want to make? What direction do I want to go in? I have always allowed him to tell me what to do. 
right? Because this is not my idea. This is his idea. I have always heavily relied on his input. Now, he doesn't necessarily tell me to drag y'all. That's my personal, you know, me adding my razzle-dazzle, me adding, you know, some spice, you know, to the episode. But he gives me the topic always because I just get these episode ideas like impressions within me as I go through my day. That's how I know it's not for me because I wasn't thinking about nothing. It just came to me. If you know, you know, maybe not for podcasting, but if you know, you know, if you're an intuitive person. So I have always heavily relied on him to tell me what he wants me to do with this platform because it's a big responsibility. But because I was so distracted with worldly things, with this newfound abundance, with, you know, shopping online, (laughs) with where do I want to travel, with all of these things, I prioritized all of that. I prioritized enjoyment when I should have been prioritizing God. So I have not heard from him in a long time. I'll be very transparent. I don't think I have heard from him in terms of the podcast in the last three months. I've heard from him on personal topics, right? But regarding business, what happened was a lot of things happened and I the distractions were heavy. Let me tell you the warfare. The de- I I have to applaud the devil. I have to applaud him. He he has really showed himself because we always we we can easily identify the bad distractions. You know, like we can tell no, that's bad. That's a wrong path to go down. That's not going to have a good outcome. And we can more or less say you know. I'm not going to do this. Or you do it anyway, but you know that if you get a terrible consequence, it's because of that action, because that's the obviously wrong decision to make. But some decisions are less obvious. Spending all that time on TikTok, you think it's cool, you think it's cute, you think it's funny, you know, they make you laugh. All of these jokes in this unserious generation we live in, all of y'all going to hell. Those submarine jokes, all of y'all will burn. (laughs) Y'all are terrible. Y'all even made a diss track. Anyway, that's crazy. But you think, you, you, you don't think it's a bad thing until you do it for so long and you realize how far off You've allowed yourself to drift because you overlooked the impact of that quote-unquote minor distraction. It could have been minor if you did it in moderation, but you did the absolute most. You allow it. You allowed it to consume you, right? I allowed that to consume me. Being on TikTok, being in my head, I daydream a lot. I daydream a lot. Sometimes I'm physically present, but mentally I'm in a completely different world. My lack of discipline over my social media, my daydreaming, me not doing things when I know I should do it, but I don't feel like doing it because I had a tough day and I feel like I should just watch TV. And eat chips <clears throat> in moderation cool right nothing wrong with giving yourself a little day off but if every day is a day off like what like what do you expect the results to look like it's not just going to appear out of nowhere you know so God used the last three months to use me as an example child to use me as an example Because it's one thing to say it, it's another thing when you live it. 
in previous episodes, and this is me taking accountability right now, right? Because I have to be the example. In previous episodes, I've always made the little jokes like, yeah, you know, I was on TikTok, I was going on TikTok, mind your business, blah, blah, blah. Now I need to mind my business, literally, because the business, nothing has been done because I've been scrolling on TikTok. And it's not TikTok itself. Don't miss the point. It's not TikTok itself. It's allowing myself to get carried away with distractions. TikTok might not be the distraction for you. There might be something that is more or less harmless if done in moderation, but you have been doing the most. You have been doing the most, whether it's, I don't know, going out. There's nothing wrong with going out and enjoying yourself. Enjoy your life, okay? It is summer. But the thing I want you to pay attention to is when you do these things, when you know you're supposed to be doing something else, that's when it's an issue. If you carve out time for that, cool, right? But if you say, oh, today at 7 p.m., I'm going to sit and work on my business. I'm going to sit and work on this goal. I'm going to sit and study. I'm going to sit and get this done. And that's when you want to go on TikTok. Or somebody texts you, what are you doing? And all of a sudden, you get dressed. Get it together. Get it together. Okay? There's nothing wrong with these things outside of that. But you have to really monitor how much you allow yourself to be distracted and when because the devil knows he can't deter you from your path so he will try to get you to do it to yourself and i'm at the level now where it's with distractions with things that i like but i'm not disciplined enough and also again the big thing is not prioritizing my relationship with god i told y'all about my experience going to a religious catholic school so i really don't like the idea of like forcing beliefs onto people but i do believe in god and my whole life is a testimony to how good he is so that is what i will reference and i've seen what life is like when you try to do it your way and i've seen what it's like when you allow him to lead And it's much better that way. If there is something you are confused about and you need clarity on, you need to prioritize your time with God. You need him to guide you. You need the clarity to come from him. Because it's better to go to him and be aligned and be in unison, okay, and be on the right path than for you to try to run around doing things your own way and then get hit upside the head And then have to go back to him anyway. You see what I'm saying? But in order for that to happen, you need to minimize the distractions. The little things can throw you off too. It's not always the obvious bad things. It's not always drugs. It's not always all of these crazy things that people think or or know is obviously wrong. Sometimes it's the things that you prayed for. You asked for this thing, he gave it to you, now all of a sudden you don't need him. Now all of a sudden you stop praying. Now all of a sudden you don't read your Bible because you don't need something. His presence in your life should be way more than that. Like you should want a relationship with him because of who he is, not what he can give you and not just when you need help and you don't know what to do. I was really sitting there last year praying, thanking God, you know, being so grateful, so close to him, you know, the pure, the purest version of myself in terms of my faith, you know, so close to him, so happy, so at peace, peace beyond understanding. And then I really said, I said, I will never forget you if you help me out of this situation because of the peace that I now know. Because I chose to follow you. And then sure enough, (coughs) sure enough, it's not even funny. Sure enough. The thing is, it wasn't even intentional. It wasn't even intentional. I used to, when I was down bad, when I was in survival mode, it's like, you know, let me prioritize God, you know, because I need something. 
And I was praying, waking up, praying, watching sermons every day, every single day. Every single day. And then all of a sudden, I get the blessing. Now it's like, mm, I don't feel like watching this sermon. I have something else to do right now. I'm running low on time. Let me not do this. Let me do something else. I'll watch it later. Later never came. Or you know what? No, I don't, I'm not going to read the Bible right now because I don't feel inspired. Mm -hmm. The inspiration was lack. The inspiration was being desperate and needy. But I was like, you know, I don't feel inspired to read the Bible right now. I'll do it later on. I'll make time for it. Da -da -da -da. Never make time for it later on. That's what we do. That's how you treat things that's not a priority. If something was a priority, you set a time and place, right? You, you create a routine and everything else revolves around that thing. Not the other way around. If God is really a priority, you have a routine with him. And that routine does not waver based on the circumstances of the day. Based on how you feel, right? If you really prioritize him, everything else will move around your schedule with him. Will move around your praise and worship with him. Because you don't prioritize him, it's like you wake up, you have your morning routine. Maybe not a formal morning routine, but your routine, your morning routine is to just do whatever you need to do. Whatever time you wake up, whether it's an actual set intentional routine or not, you wake up and it's like, oh, I should pray. Hmm, not right now. Or, oh, I should pray. And then... You pray while you multitask and, and, and not, not, nothing wrong with that, right? But you used to pray on your knees when you needed something. You used to stop whatever you were doing, get on your knees, clasp your hands or sit and like really focus, not try to multitask while you give him praise, while you thank him for something or while you pray, while you ask for whatever you need. You used to stop whatever you were doing to pray to him but now you have the blessing now your life is good it's like oh let me just um let me put on netflix and while the while the movie is starting and they're showing like the credits so like the scenery the b-roll let me say a little prayer thank you god um i appreciate this you know like it's not a priority it's like it's like you're doing it because you feel obligated to. You're doing it just to say you, you did it. You're not actually doing it because you want to do it. It used to be a priority. It used to be something that everything else had to move around when you needed something. But now you don't need anything. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, thank you, God. You know, or, you know, or, you know, like cute little worship. And then there's stuff you have to do that he told you to do and you're not doing it. And you think, um, I'll be disobedient, but, you know, let me act like I don't hear the thought in my mind that's telling me I'm being disobedient. And let me just multitask and say, yeah, God, thank you for the breath of life today. And da -da 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 -da. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I bet you know what I'm talking about. And don't worry, I'm, I'm guilty of this, too. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is accountability for me. When I needed something, child was on my knees the whole day, the whole day. I even stopped listening to secular music. I fasted and everything. Now that I'm in a place of abundance, I'm not lacking. It's like he's not a priority, you know, and I'm not saying that to say like he's not important, when I say he's not a priority, I don't mean he's not important. I don't mean you don't believe in him anymore. I don't believe in him anymore. I'm saying your actions say that spending time with him is not a priority because your time with him revolves around everything else on your schedule versus the other way around. The way you act, the way you treat him, now that you are not lacking, now that you are not in survival mode, now that you're not dealing with a pregnancy scare, mm -hmm. 
Now that you don't need anything, the way you are treating him says he's not a priority. But wait till you fall on your face again. You will know a priority. That's what I'm saying. Like this past season of my life revealed to me that I can't only prioritize him and be intentional about my time with him only when I need something. But it's because I spend the majority of my life in survival mode and needing and lacking. That was the cadence. That was the nature of our relationship. And it's because that's all I knew. I didn't know better. It's because, like, I only know this now. That's what I'm trying to say. I only realize this now. Most of my life I've been in survival mode. Most of my life I've had, like, I've had to work very hard on myself to get to this point, right? In all aspects of my life. Most of my life I've been in survival mode. Even if it's not physically, it's been mentally because of being in it physically for so long. So my relationship with him was always predicated on lack. Now I realize I also have to make sure he's a priority when I'm not struggling. I, I, he can't just be a God I run to when I need something, you know? Like he wants a genuine relationship with you. If you have a friend who only comes to you when they need something, when they need money, when they need, you would, you would be, some of y'all would be dragging that person on social media. Y'all would be like, oh yeah, this person was fake. This person doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't call me. Doesn't text. Doesn't tell me happy birthday. Doesn't do anything for me. Only shows up when they need something and look at you and look at, that's exactly what you do. God, that's exactly what you do to him. You see what I mean? So it cannot just be that when you need something, when you lack something, that's when, oh, you have time for him today. There's no multitasking. You need to put all your effort and energy into this prayer because you need to make sure he receives it and he delivers whatever it is you are asking for. You need to be just as intentional when you're not struggling. It can't just be when you need something. And understand that this will only benefit you. Because when you have a close relationship with him and you can hear from him, he can guide you down the right path. And you will have so much more clarity on your life, who you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be working on in your business, who you're supposed to help, what you are supposed to say, etc., but because I allowed myself to be distracted by the little things, the not so obviously bad things, just the, the okay things, but in too much, but, but, but not in moderation, doing it too much and allowing myself to be distracted by it, like doing it to the point where it is now a distraction, I the lines of communication between me and him has had a lot of noise and my clarity just like it it wasn't there I would pray for guidance on something and then I would go on social media or I would go do something I did not allow myself to sit still enough. I did not prioritize being still enough to hear from him. And so my vision was blurred and I felt like I did not know what to do. I didn't know what direction to move in. And I, I was also burnt out because that's part of it too. That I, Remember, I said all that in the beginning of the episode. I was also burnt out. But to be burnt out until I have clarity, child, I, y'all don't even know how many days I found myself laying on that couch overwhelmed and not even really having a word to explain how I felt, just lost. And I've realized that every time that I've ever felt that way, 
that was also the point in time that I was the furthest away from God. That was the point in time where I wasn't prioritizing him. I wasn't hearing from him. I was thanking him, saying my gratitude, but the communication was one way because it was just me talking and talking and talking and talking, thanking and asking and not being still enough to listen. I put too many distractions in the line of communication from him to me, and so I could not hear him. And I literally, I don't know, I, I, I don't have a word to describe how I felt. And to be honest, to be completely honest with you, I'm not over this hump. Like as of right now, I'm making this episode like with the real time realization of this. I know what to do now, but... I felt led to make this episode for anybody else who is drifting in their relationship with God or not prioritizing him or who also just feels extremely lost and you don't know why. Because that might be why. I didn't know that's why I was feeling that way. I didn't realize how everything was all connected. So that's why I'm making this episode, right? But I don't necessarily have, like, I'm not on the other side of the hump yet. I have I have the knowledge and understanding of what I am dealing with right now. So right now I'm going to obviously prioritize my relationship with him more because I know that is the solution, right? And create a routine with him. But I like I said this is real time. The the solution is obvious here. It's just a matter of taking action, okay? Don't be that friend who only runs to people when you need something or when you need to complain about something. Don't be that person to God because he only wants to help you. Like, literally, I can speak from experience because it, it as somebody who used to be atheist, child as somebody who used to be the biggest advocate for the opposite and now being on the other end of the the spectrum it's truly the most fulfilling thing ever every time I think of when I am most fulfilled it's when I am closest to God despite everything I have despite everything I am despite everything I've achieved I'm proud of those things and I'm grateful for those things, but the only time that I have real peace without understanding, beyond understanding, is when I am the closest to him. Nothing else compares to that. And when I allow myself to be distracted and and, and drift away from him, it's complete chaos. It's confusion. It's it, confusion and chaos, literally, mentally. And then if you if mentally you are confused and, you know, it's chaotic, your life will start looking like that. OK, so that's why I'm making this episode in case there's anybody else who's dealing with this or there's anybody else who's in the process of drifting away from him. Because he blessed you with the things you want and now you feel like you don't need to pray anymore. You don't need to read your Bible. You don't need to prioritize your relationship with him. You still need to do that. You still need to do that. Because I just let you know what's coming if you don't. Do do not let the blessing distract you from who gave it to you. Okay? You have to always... Be intentional about putting him first. And side note, I just want to give a shout out to this girl on TikTok. You know what? Let me pause and look for her profile. Okay, I found it. Her name is Deanna. I I will leave the link to her TikTok that I saw 
in the description the specific tiktok her page is that data i don't know how to say it but her name is diana and she makes these tiktoks about basically like her conversations with god let me tell you this girl i feel like she's god personified because i'll pray about something or i'll be going through something and i'll get on tiktok my biggest distraction And then she'll pop up on my page and speak to my soul, to my soul. If you have not heard of this girl or seen her, just just follow her. Just follow her. Interact with her content so you can see it pop up on your feed more. This girl, the video I linked in the description, when I saw that video... I literally busted out crying at like two in the morning because I just, this girl is blessed. When I say blessed, I mean blessed. Like there have been many times that I have literally prayed for her. You know when people, you know, you know when black people say, I'm praying for you. And like, that was the prayer. No, I'm not talking about that. I actually stopped what I was doing and I said a prayer for this girl. Like I prayed over her content to reach more people. I prayed over her mind, soul, spirit. Like I literally prayed and I thanked God for this girl. Not just for her content itself, but for the fact that she is obedient to him in in releasing the content because sometimes God tells you to do something and you don't listen but I thank God for this girl when I see her content pop up on my for you page because I feel like I I, I don't even have the words it's like she speaks to my soul and I feel like God literally uses her to speak to me sometimes and it's like always exactly what I need so I would highly recommend her page and I'm sorry if the the TikTok I linked made you cry because it made me cry I was overwhelmed okay but God bless this girl God bless this girl I tr- I'm not even joking I truly have prayed and thanks God for her and for her answering her calling and being obedient to him to release this content i'm grateful i'm truly grateful go follow her i'm so serious but that's all i have to say in this episode child make sure you prioritize what's important okay make sure you prioritize what is important which is god because If you prioritize him, if you get right with him, everything else will work itself out. Everything else will work itself out. And you will have clarity and you will have peace. Do not let these little things distract you. Do not let the blessing distract you. And do not only go to him when you need something. Because a relationship with him can only benefit you. Okay? That is all I have to say in this episode. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram and tag me. Share it with a friend, with anybody who needs to hear this. And make sure you leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And yeah, I... Oh, another thing. I just want to say... Y'all, okay, this is a secret, but I'm going to say, well, it's not a secret. I'm being, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I'm saying it, I didn't want to say it, but I'm saying it because I want the accountability, okay? I've been out of this, I've been in this slump for the past three months, and I, I think I'll start doing video episodes again. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I want to. I want to. Because I know I need to create more content. And if I'm already recording the episodes, 
then obviously do the video, right? You know, instead of the extra stuff I try to do. I'm putting it out there to hold myself accountable. I'm not saying when. Don't stress me. Because I do have a bunch of traveling coming up. So I have to, like, figure that out first. But they will be making a comeback. Okay? So... That's just a little sneak peek. More to come because I have been out of it this past quarter. The next one will be very different. I will be back on my BS in a good way. Okay? So that's all I have to say in today's episode. And I will talk to you next Sunday. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.